0: No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible.
1: Welcome to Simply the Bible, the through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we conclude Psalm 22, a Messianic Psalm of David. We see that Christ will praise the Lord in the great assembly, and in the future, the ends of the world will turn to the Lord. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in the Psalms on Simply the Bible. Psalm 22 is a clear
0: prophecy of the sufferings of Christ. David described in detail the crucifixion seen hundreds of years in advance. Now it reads like a history book in reverse. Yesterday, we ended on what could be considered a bad note with the enemies of Christ surrounding him like a pack of wild dogs. Christ's hands and feet were pierced, and they cast lots for his clothing. We continue in Psalm 22, verse 19. But you, O Lord, do not be far from me. O my strength, hasten to help me. Deliver me from the sword my precious life, from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth and from the horns of the wild oxen. You have answered me. Thank God for this but you, O Lord. When all we see is trouble from every side, when there is a perfect storm of problems, when we would be tempted to despair, even of life itself, that is when we can cry out, but you, O oh Lord, God is the great deliverer who reverses our dire circumstances and brings marvelous light into our darkness. Now, David says here, O oh, my strength, hasten to help me. David found his strength in God. But keep in mind that this is a messianic psalm. Therefore, this is the cry not only of David, but also of Christ from the cross. He prays for deliverance from the sword, the dog, the lion's mouth, and the horns of the wild oxen. These were the hosts of wickedness, the persecutors Satan had assembled on that Good Friday to kill the Son of God. Now everything turns at verse 21. Jesus cried out to his Father, and his Father heard him. The author of Hebrews writes. While Jesus was here on earth, he offered prayers and pleadings with a loud cry and tears to the one who could rescue him from death. And God heard his prayers because of his deep reverence for God. God heard the cry of his son. Jesus had prayed in Gethsemane that if it were possible, the cup would pass from him. But it was not possible for us to be saved apart from Jesus drinking the cup of suffering and death. Yet God did rescue him from death by raising him from the dead. His cries were heard because of his deep reverence for God. Likewise, God hears our prayers when we pray in Jesus' name. It is far more likely that we won't hear God when he speaks than that God won't hear us when we speak. God is our strength and helper who delivers us from the lion's jaw. I will declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly, I will praise you. Now, in verses 22 through 26, it is speaking of the church age where the gospel is declared to all people. On Sunday night, after his resurrection, Jesus appeared to his disciples and said, Peace be with you. Later, he appeared to 500 believers at one time. In so doing, he announced the salvation of the Lord, his resurrection, and Christ proclaimed the power of God to raise him from the dead. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Jacob, glorify him and fear him, all you offspring of Israel. Do you fear the Lord? The Bible says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the fear of the Lord is the hatred of evil. This isn't a cowering fear, but a respect for God and His commandments. If we fear God, then let us praise Him. This is the need of the hour. We praise Him when we don't feel like praising Him. We praise Him when the news is bad. Why? Because God is sovereign and this too shall pass he protects and delivers all those who call on his name in truth during this pandemic god is working drawing many people to himself now you won't find that on the evening news no the prince of the power of the air will surely see to that But while the devil wants to focus our attention on everything bad happening in the world, the good news is being shared and people are coming to faith in Jesus Christ. Just today, I spoke with a young man who made a decision today to leave Mormonism and follow Jesus Christ. God is moving, so all you who fear the Lord, praise Him. For He has not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, I think this is one of the most comforting thoughts for everyone who is afflicted. The devil would love for you to think that you are alone. He would love for you to think that God is punishing you or that God doesn't care about what you're going through. First, if you have believed in Jesus Christ, then he took the punishment for your sins. That's why he went to the cross. Second, because you are God's child, he cares about your afflictions. None of them are wasted. Everyone he allows has a good purpose to make you more like Jesus. Oh, it may not be easy to go through now, but you can know that God still loves you. Nor has he hidden his face from him, but when he cried to him, he heard. Now this psalm began with the cry, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? While Christ was on the cross, For a while it seemed as though God had hidden His face from His beloved Son. But this was only temporary. Soon the clouds parted, and Christ beheld the smiling face of His Father once again. The same is true for us. We may pass through the darkness, and God may seem distant. But soon we will behold His smiling face, and He will answer our cry. My praise shall be of you in the great assembly. There is a great assembly yet to come where the Son shall glorify the Father before all the saints of all the ages. And what a worship service that will be. I will pay my vows before those who fear Him. Christ was faithful until the end, for He always did the things that pleased the Father. He completed the work the Father gave Him. Now how are we doing at fulfilling our vows to the Lord? Did you make a promise to God early in your Christian walk? When my wife Cindy and I were dating, she told me of something she had said to God. Lord, I will live in a studio apartment if I can marry Daryl. During our 36 years of marriage, I have reminded her of that on more than one occasion. We have never had to live in a studio apartment, although we did live in a two-bedroom apartment shortly after moving to Boise. She made this vow in the spring of first love, yet she continues to show her love to me, even in the winter, as we enter our senior years. You know, maybe we have forgotten the vows we have made to the Lord in our early years, but God never forgets. So may God help us follow through on those promises we made to Him. The poor shall eat and be satisfied. Now, this could be speaking of the economically poor, but more likely it's speaking of the poor in spirit who shall inherit the kingdom of God. There is abundant spiritual food for the humble ones who eat of the bread of life, who come to Jesus and drink of the living water that he alone gives so that we thirst no more. Those who seek him will praise the Lord. Let your heart live forever. Now, in verses 27 through the end of the psalm, we look forward to the messianic kingdom age when Christ will return to defeat all his enemies and the nations will gather to worship him. Verse 27, All the ends of the world shall remember and turn to the Lord and all the families of the nations shall worship before you. What an amazing day that will be when all the ends of the earth will remember that He is God, that He is the Creator. They didn't create themselves. And they will turn to the Lord as God, and all the families of the nations will worship Him. The Bible says that in the kingdom age, on the Feast of Tabernacles, all of the nations will come together to worship God in Jerusalem, and any nation that doesn't will not receive rain. <laughs> so it's going to be an amazing time in this kingdom age. For the kingdom is the Lord's, and he rules over the nations. Imagine that when the governments of the world, think about all the striving that goes on between governments, but there will be one government, one Lord, one king over all, and we will gladly worship and serve him because he will reign in righteousness. All the prosperous of the earth shall eat and worship All those who go down to the dust shall bow before him, even he who cannot keep himself alive. So the Bible says that every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Even those who have died, they've gone to the dust, will rise again to confess that Jesus is Lord and bow the knee before him. It will be, unfortunately, for those that did not trust in him, it will be the confession that leads to damnation. But every knee will bow, every tongue will confess. A posterity shall serve him. It will be recounted of the Lord to the next generation. They will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born, that he has done this. So a posterity shall serve him. That's one generation. Then they will recount the Lord's works to the next generation. That's the next generation. And then they will come and declare his righteousness to a people who will be born that he has done this. Just the idea of passing on from one generation to the next the stories of the truth of the word of God, the account of Jesus Christ, the gospel, the word of God. And that is something that we can do now. We can be passing on our faith, the truths of God's word, the Bible stories from one generation to the next, to our children, to the grandchildren, so that a future generation will rise up and praise the Lord. You know, I think that we probably don't think enough about the kingdom age. It's important for us to know how it all ends we need to know the end game especially when we're going through hard times or trials or like what the world is facing right now we need to know who wins at the end and jesus wins and those who are with jesus will also win to me it's sort of like watching a championship game of your favorite team on your dvr when you already know the outcome of the game oh You know, you can get emotional over certain plays, but in the end, you know who's going to win. We know who's going to win. Jesus is coming back to establish his kingdom on earth, and every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord, and all the nations shall worship him together, and it will be a world in which righteousness dwells. Keep your eye on the prize.
1: please contact us through our website. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the Psalms on Simply the Bible.